Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Female Footballers Podcast. My name is Cassie Gray. I am your host. Today, I'm joined by half of our staff. We have Haley Lucas, Rachel Thomas, and Luis Arsenault. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Hi. We are going to discuss today the topic of mentorship. This topic is near and dear to our hearts because it's what makes us unique. Our programs here at Female Footballers are all about mental skills training in a mentorship environment. What that means for us is that we are not psychologists or sports psychologists, rather we are women with a lot of experience, knowledge and education around mental skills and our experience within soccer at the highest level. We offer ourselves, our experience, our knowledge and our guidance to the female athletes that we work with. And we find amazing um, just opportunities come from having mentorship in your life. And so we just wanted to kind of go over briefly in this short episode, why mentorship matters. So to start things off, um, before we get into those reasons really quickly, ladies, did any of you have a mentor growing up as a youth female player? I definitely did it. When I was growing up at my club, they kind of instituted this sort of big sister program where they would match up players um, from an older team with a younger one. So I think when I was around U9, U10, we were paired up with a U15, U16 team. So we kind of had these big sisters that we would do things with. And the club I was at at the time, they were like the nationally ranked sort of um, team within our club. And so it was really cool to be able to have those girls to look up to and also be able to talk to about soccer. That's so cool. That is so awesome. How about you, Lou? No, unfortunately, like I did not have a mentor per se growing up in my youth career. Um, I want to say that kind of was introduced to me a little bit more in college, but I, unlike like the, like Haley is saying like a little and a big and a little for me, I was always into books. So to me, sometimes authors became my mentors, even though I never really interacted with them, but got to learn from them through my books, just reading how their personality and like how they interacted with conflict and things like that. Um, but as far as like tangible mentor, it was probably third or fourth year of college when I met some people that really made an impact on me, made a difference per se. Yeah, for me, I didn't, um, I didn't have a traditional mentor. Um, I feel like there's this expectation that coaches have to be mentors um, or it's like part of the role. And I think there's going to be some coaches just like teachers where that is more in their wheelhouse than others. Um, I think it depends on the personality of the coach. I had a, uh, my club coach, I would say he's probably the closest thing I had to a mentor. He was really believed in me, really held me accountable. Um, but as far as like helping me along the competitive journey to play in college and stuff, he didn't have that much of a, a role there, but um, I had an older sister as well who played uh, soccer. She's five years older than me. So that was a bit of a role model, but nobody who was checking in with me consistently about my game other than like my parents. And I think when it's parents, or even coaches, sometimes it's like too close to you. It's almost like you need a little bit of distance between that person and so that there's a little, it's just easier. I don't know, maybe that was just me. Um, how about now? Do you guys feel like girls are afforded the opportunity to have mentors in the youth game? 
Do you think a lot of clubs do a good job of that? I think that's a little bit of a, a double-edged question in terms because there are clubs I've met a lot of clubs that do have a little bit of like a mentorship program. Like for instance, what Haley kind of mentioned earlier, I do with my girls as well because I think I understand the in value um, in mentorship. So I have my little ones come to my older girls' practices, and then the little ones kind of like write letters to the older ones to support them, and vice versa. It kind of creates community and builds culture. Um, I know that some clubs have or are bringing in females to coach them, which are those females have good core values that matches with the club. So that allows them to have like that tangible link between where the little ones are and where they're aspired to be. So that kind of gives the aspects of mentorship as well. Um, but I think that there's, there's a dire need for it, right? Like our motto is you can't be what you can't see. And for a lot of these clubs and a lot of these little girls, they don't know what is possible for them. So that always makes it a little bit challenging. Rachel, what do you think? Do you think that clubs do a great job of providing mentorship to the youth players? Um, I think that it's something that is still uh, needs more girth. <laughs> um, and I think particularly for, you know, in what we're doing with uh, female athletes trying to get um, females in front of these players, um, so I know there are clubs that are, are actively trying to do that if they if they don't have females in their coaching, um, in, in their coaches pool, uh, but also, um, and not that it has to be a female, but people who are, um, you know, aware of the different things that come up for the different types of players. Totally. How about you, Haley? Yeah, I don't have anything else particularly insightful to add about that. I do think it's, um, I think people are seeing the value in mentorship all, all over, whether that's um, in business and whatnot, it's become much more of a focus in terms of people connecting with others. And so I think that trickles down to your children and to sport. Um, but yeah, kind of just echoing what everyone else has said. Yeah, I love Lou that you do that with your girls. And I think there are more and more clubs doing that. And I think with mentorship, you know, that I, like what you touched on, that you can't be what you can't see. That is our motto here at Female Footballers. And we've gotten um, both sides of the argument with that. We have a lot of people who love that motto. They love the idea of representation and visibility. And then I do think there is a part within our sport that pushes back against that and says, hey, why do we need female females to be in those roles? Like anyone can be a mentor. And I'm curious what you guys think about that. I'll give you my two cents. Like I only had male coaches. Brandy Chastain was my um, regional, or excuse me, ODP coach one year right before the 99 World Cup. Uh, and then she had her moment and we didn't really get to be around her much after that. And then I didn't have a, a female coach till um, college and she was my assistant coach at the time. But that was the first time where I even realized myself that 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 female role model mattered to me up until then because I didn't ever have it, didn't think it was needed. But then when I had it, I saw this value that I'd never known existed before. So for me personally, I feel that it's important for young girls, especially developmentally and childhood development, it's important for children to you know see somebody that looks like them, somebody that, I think that it can be a very empowering for young kids to see that, whether it's 
somebody of the same gender, somebody of the same race, somebody that visually looks like them, that can have a huge impact. Um, what do you guys think? Do you think it, and I, I don't think that means that you have to have a, you know, a female only mentor. Um, I think anyone could be a mentor, anyone that you feel you have a connection with, but I do think there is something very important about female representation within sport. And I think a lot of us negate it or like downplay it because we've just never really had it. What are your guys' thoughts? Well, I want to start by, by saying that you can have more than one mentor. So for different aspects and different assets, right? If we're talking, you know, solely soccer, then you can have a mentor for, you know, the mental side of the game. You can have a, a mentor for, you know, life and et cetera, et cetera. So to me, that it's not just a, um, a one and done. You get to learn as you're growing as a person, your mentor sometimes will change. And that allows you to have a, you know, an array of people that you can kind of turn to for growth. Um, and then on the flip side, when it comes to female and male, some people relay to either. It does not matter. There is no difference. But I will say that for me growing up, getting to see female athletes doing awesome things empower me to be like, hey, me too, right? So it's always that tangible link, recognizing that somebody that is a female, if I'm a female, that person becomes a tangible link between where I am and where I aspire to be. And it kind of gives you the sense of if she can do it, I can do it too, right? As opposed to a male, in my opinion, they're doing it, but we're not living in the same kind of scenario or not living in the same system, so to speak, because their opportunities can differ from the female side when we're talking solely soccer and actually in business as well and in life. So I think that it's important to not necessarily be closed-minded to just one gender, but rather open-minded to see what that person can offer you at what time and where your needs are as you're developing and growing. Yeah, I think... Uh... You're muted. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think especially coming... Um, you know, I'm in my early forties and for me, the 99ers were such the, the role model and uh, it's obviously I didn't get mentored by them, but to your point, Cassie, like I, I had, um, a couple of female coaches, usually they only one who was a head coach and maybe not the strongest great person, but, and then in some of the other sports, they were sometimes assistants. Um, but what I found is when I got to college and I was around these women, especially in our alumni program, who, who were showing me another, like other ways to be, you know, and not just sort of the normal route of, you know, of life. And I think that, um, the reason it, it, you know, we say you can't be what you can't see is it's not just our situation. I mean, you look at like the toy industry, you know, dolls, for example, for young girls or boys or young children, you know, if now there are lots of different kinds of dolls so that they can look like them because you need to have that representation. And I, and that doesn't mean that your mentor to lose point needs to be the same as you, the same gender or anything like that. But there doesn't, you, you have a variety of different, um, types of mentors and there are reasons that you're drawn to certain mentors and reasons why they will be important during different phases in your life. Um, I've had some incredible mentors 
both male and female and um, would not be where I am without them, uh, both in and out of sport and um, have relied, you know, on them during those different phases to help me with, you know, that phase of whatever I was doing. So I think the key is going back to mentorship. And we do know, like Haley was saying, that mentorship is such a valuable thing. We're really seeing that. And that mentors have to recognize how valuable they are and not just, and it doesn't mean like, oh, this has to be super serious, but just that if you if you are in the role of mentoring someone, you're, you have a significant impact on that mentee. And that is such an important piece of, of life and how we can help, you know, move society in better directions in terms of social issues and all sorts of things. Having someone who's maybe been through something similar or, or just there to, to hear you, you out on your perspective in your current situation. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's um, all of you well said. Um, I think with mentorship, it it kind of, um, it's what makes us unique at female footballers. There's a lot of options when it comes to the mental side of sport. There's a lot of new apps out there that are wonderful. There's companies that do kind of the Zoom thing. Um, I think what makes us unique is that we are all female and that we are offer kind of long-term mentorship options rather than a one and done session with a professional player, rather than um, you know, an app where you're kind of holding yourself accountable. Um, we really are striving to provide these long-term connections and relationships for young girls to have, especially when they are similar to, like you said, Rachel, I was similar part of that generation or the 99ers. It's the first time ever we saw women in that role. And um, I think that's where some of this push comes from is just, we all deserve a seat at the table and to see that everyone can sit there. And, um, and so it's important to us that girls have that. And so um, kind of wrapping up a little bit, I wanted to um, provide some reasons and, and we can go into each one, why we feel mentorship matters. Um, so the first one would be it kickstarts personal development. Um, what do we think we mean by that? I could go into my reasoning, but you know, what do you think Kickstarting personal development, why does that matter? Um, and why does that matter to have a mentor that helps you do that? We talk a lot about self-advocacy and kind of being able to um, advocate for yourself and step out of your comfort zone. And at least for me growing up and trying to seek out opportunities for mentorship, it is a little scary. You have to be uncomfortable and put yourself out to a mentor. I think the biggest thing about mentorship is it is a um, beneficial relationship to both of you, but it is for the mentee to kind of put themselves out there to grow and to find those role models in their life. And if they're taking that first step to advocate for themselves and to find those opportunities, that is going to be an incredibly useful skill, not only as an athlete and a student, but into someone's professional career and being able to ask for help to use their resources. And so kickstarting that early um, is an invaluable skill. Absolutely. Um, the second one is helping set smart goals. I think that as mentors at female footballers, for sure, we work on goal setting with players, um, but we need to kind of define smart goals, uh, which is slightly different. Not every organization focuses on, on smart goals. Do any of you want to take that or I'm happy to? 
just to define what that means. Um, I'll, I'll um, so SMART goals, there's a couple different definitions from different groups that use this. In our organization, we, so SMART is an acronym. The S stands for specific. The M stands for measurable. The A stands for achievable. The R stands for relevant. And the T stands for timely. And what that means is when we're setting goals, we have to hold ourselves accountable with those goals and making sure that they are specific. We can measure them. We know we can achieve them. They are relevant to what we're doing and they are, we have a time limit or a time um, kind of boundaries of time that we set for ourselves. And the goal setting that we do is often small goals, large goals. We have lots of tiers of different uh, levels of goals. But I think having an outside person to help you with those goals can be really helpful, especially the younger players because that self-awareness piece takes time to grow. And players, even at the age of 10, are not fully self-aware of what their strengths and weaknesses are. They're still trying to figure that out. So helping them set some goals um, based on what they want to get better at and also what you might see as a mentor on the mental side. Anything to add to that? Um, no, I think right. you nailed it. Okay, cool. Uh, the third one is holding you accountable. So being a mentor, um, to hold to for accountability purposes. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? Why that matters? I personally think that accountability is, you know, one of the the often overlooked key of success, right? So I think that there's, and we can define success in many different facets, but having somebody to other than yourself to be accountable to is super helpful in helping you propel yourself to achieve various things. So for me, of course, there's a sense of self-accountability, right? I'm deciding to make this goal and I want to achieve that to myself. Well, when we're saying that, sometimes we let ourselves off the hook because we're like, well, and we kind of outweigh things. It depends on the goals, et cetera, et cetera. But when we have somebody that we really respect and that we are accountable to, it helps us um, have that sense of follow through with what we say we're going to do, because not only now there's somebody just kind of, kind of, we have to check in and we don't, we're, we're a society that, or, or species that don't really like to feel bad when we, when we don't hold ourselves accountable, so to speak. I know I've mentioned that word a couple of times, but um, when, when we do something that integrity, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. So it helps us have integrity with shared accountability, essentially. And I think it really is one of the propellers um, that helps us grow as individuals. And then as we continue growing with that person and that mentor and that sense of accountability, we then learn lessons and tools that helps us as individual grow and become more self-accountable as well. Agreed. And I would also say that there is some sort of, um, I guess, I external motivation motivator I guess in terms of when you tell someone something they now are kind of put some pressure on you that's at least how I feel I think when you tell someone your goal you you want to achieve it and it's another way to help motivate yourself to accomplish that even if um, that person isn't involved in what you're doing necessarily or they're every step of the way to kind of motivate you to help you get there um, just the act of telling someone uh, your goals and what you're hoping to accomplish uh, can be really beneficial. 
think also having someone who is is uh, of course holding you accountable, but also like a a cheerleader and a supporter, especially for those times that maybe you're not you know wanting to show up or wanting to whatever you know do it. That piece is is helpful. It's why there's such a successful, you know, personal training, you know, uh, world out there because people want someone else to hold them accountable for doing that. Um, so I, you know, like Lou was saying, our, our species probably relies on that sometimes. And then as the relationship is gets more and more established, then it becomes, um, even more of a, a supportive thing. And, you know, you can talk about those like, Oh, this is a really this I've figured out this about me and I you know as I'm growing and learning and and your mentor can help you know well remember a few weeks ago you were feeling this way and just it's really nice to have that outside perspective too and specifically if we're talking about players who are you know on their team and they're dealing with team stuff or coach stuff and to have someone who's outside of that environment to help talk about that stuff is is gonna help and it's gonna lead to more um growth for the player, um, knowing that they have that person there and that that person's going to hold them accountable for how they were feeling and what, what actions they're taking to, to handle whatever's coming up. Absolutely. Our fourth one, uh, is help develop leadership skills. And I think this is, um, near and dear to our mission at female footballers, um, as female athletes, um, with representation and all of that. Um, do you guys want to go into that at all? I'm happy to take this one too, but um, I just think those leadership skills with all the statistics and data and research that we provide and do here at Female Footballers and seeing the discrepancies between female and male um, when it comes to leadership and equality in, within our sport and just within our genders at the highest levels of business and in the, the world of, of leading, I think we need more girls that have better leadership skills. So um, thoughts on that? Yeah, I know, go ahead, Lou. Yeah, I just think personally for me, I'm, I'm really into leadership and, and personal development. And I think that's it, an area that is so exponentially rewarding. And to have somebody that has gone through experiences before you that help share what they've learned can really propel your growth and almost like if if a lesson could take five years and you're you're living that experience with your mentor it can shorten that time that gap to to a year so you're really exponentially growing as a person and as an individual and what that allows you to do is with that share common experience learning from other people's either mistakes or successes it allows you to have a different perspective um, on the world and it gives you strength and it gives you the tools to be able to face situations in life that sometimes would um, really set you back, but you're able to have a different perspective on them and tackle them in the way that you become almost like the conqueror. And that helps us gain confidence. And as we gain confidence, we want to learn more. And as we want to learn more, we actually lead often by example. So it, it, it's kind of like this domino effect. We learn from somebody, but at the same time, we're teaching somebody that is younger than us because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what uh, stage of your journey you're in, but there's always gonna be people looking up to you and you're always looking up to somebody else. So 
as we're learning and growing and, and as we're becoming these leaders and, and these mentors help us lead, we're impacting the next generation and it's leaving a lasting impact on us as well. Very well said, I love that. And you brought up the next one, which would be number five, which is raising confidence and problem solving abilities. So 100%, I think it raises confidence, but the problem solving abilities too, um, I know like within teaching, I often will pair a student that might be struggling in math. I'll send a student who might've finished and, and did really well in that math problem over to help them. And it's not because I don't wanna help myself, but it's more that when the older, not the older, the student who's finished and might feel more comfortable doing that math problem um, has to teach it. And it's almost like um, having them use a different part of their brain to then solidify that they know it and they have to say it in a different way for the student who might not get it the same way they got it. It's really helping them um, gain those skills. So on the, like you said, on the mentorship side, when we're helping these young girls, with confidence and problem solving abilities, it's also really helping us as humans, as the mentor to, you know, reinstate how we, you know, it's like promoting that self-awareness on our end too, of like how we handle something and it strengthens our ability to do those things as well. Um, so that's why it's so um, rewarding in, in a sense to be a mentor, but also I just think there's, um, so easy to have tunnel vision as a young player and not see all the options and the ways to solve the problems you feel like you get put in within being a competitive player. So um, that's a big one. Anything else on that with raising confidence and problem solving abilities? I think you touched on a lot of it already, Lou, but go ahead. Yeah, so to kind of go back to what you've done you know, the, with, with that student is you don't really truly understand something until you can teach it to somebody else so that they can understand it. So by you allowing that person that's done well on their math to help somebody else, like you said, kind of like accentuates their skill and it helps them gain confidence. And what it does to the other student is that relatability piece. So, hey, there's somebody that is my age in my class that understands he can do it, I can do it too. And that really boils down back to you can't be what you can't see, right? So it's that same relatability piece uh, that we talked about earlier. So if somebody else can do it and empowers us to be, hey, I can do this as well. And at the end of the day, if somebody else does it, it's not operating from a place of lack, but it's operating from a place of, um, uh, of almost like, it's not comparing, but it's contrasting. That person is well is doing well at this. I can do well at these aspects and it helps us grow our confidence as a whole because at the end of the day, we're all peers and we're learning from each other, right? So there's, we talked about leadership earlier and mentorship. Mentorship takes very, various different facets. And sometimes in the, in the classroom or on the field, you, you don't have to have somebody that is much older than you for them to be um, a leader and a mentor. It could be somebody that is your age that has qualities that you admire in them and that inspires you to become better. And it helps as you're learning and growing and you're, you're refining those skills, help gain confidence. Absolutely. Our next one is um, it expands your opportunities. Um, having a mentor can really expand your opportunities. And um, I could go on and on about this one, but I would love to give you guys the opportunity. What do you think about uh, that one with mentoring? 
I think that girls maybe aren't aware of everything that's out there for them, especially if they're not exploring their resources and being able to talk to someone who's maybe a little more experienced or has access to different networks and opportunities can help you explore areas that maybe you hadn't thought of in the past, whatever that may be. Yeah, I think also in, in the soccer world, you know, it, we know that there's more access to sport, to the sport now at different levels, especially with social media and just more media coverage in general. But even, you know, female footballers is a great thing. Like we all connected and now I know way more about the beach soccer world because of Lou and Kira than I ever, and Megan than I ever knew. And it's so awesome. And that that is such an opportunity. And then hearing from Haley and all her experiences and, um, in Europe and just what other options are out there. Because if, if you don't know, then you don't, where are you supposed to find out? So those connections are really gonna help open up. Yeah, I 100% I agree. That's how I feel as well. Um, I wish that when I was a younger player, I had somebody telling me like, this is an option and this is an option because I truly didn't know that there was overseas professional you know, teams and leagues going on even when I played. Um, Nobody was talking about it. It was not in the news. Um, unless I knew a player, I would have not known. And I just think um, that would have been amazing. Uh, which leads us to our last one, which is invaluable guidance. Um, I just think overall, the guidance that you receive, you're getting guidance often from your families, from your clubs or coaches, but having an outside resource for guidance can also be a huge game-changing factor and can truly change the trajectory of the path you're on within the sport. Um, thoughts on that? Don't all speak at once. <laughs> I'm happy to take it too, but just, um, I just think that, that that guidance in general, just having this person, doesn't matter who they are for you, but it's a trusted person for you. Um, that guidance is just, it's so comfortable knowing that somebody is there. And I think that when we're in a game where there's really a loss of control for us, we don't always feel like anything is in our control. Having somebody to bounce ideas off of, hear from, who's guiding you, empowering you, encouraging you, sharing their knowledge with you, that can feel super comfortable. And we're often, like I said, out of our comfort zone. So it's really nice to, to just have that, especially if you're a player who doesn't like that uncomfortable feeling of, of growth and development. Last thoughts, ladies, we, uh, I think we hit all seven. I think we did a good job of hitting all seven. And um, any, any last thoughts before we wrap this up? Nope. Alrighty, well, thank you all so much for listening today. We spoke about mentorship because we recently just announced our mentorship program. Registration for this program opens June 1st. We will be starting the program the week of June 20th, and we are really excited. It's a summer 12-week program where girls can learn about mental skills through an online curriculum of uh, kind of coursework. They are simultaneously paired with a professional or collegiate athlete um, mentor who they'll get to talk with um, consistently over throughout the program. And um, we're just super excited. This program is there to help girls gain self-awareness skills, confidence, motivation, body image. We touch on a lot of things pertaining to the mental side of the game. 
And summer is a great time to kind of work on this. It's minimal on your end as a player, but it's really invaluable uh, going forward as you enter into your fall season. So we hope you check it out. You can look for it on our social platforms, on our website, www.femalefootballers.org. As always, we really appreciate you listening in. Thank you for your support. We would love if you are enjoying our, our podcast to go on uh, either Apple or Spotify and give us a good, good review. We can always use that. We appreciate it. Thank you again for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Thanks. Thank you.